The String Ninjas Podcast. Welcome to the String Ninjas Podcast, Season 2, yeah, Episode 1, coming from the Sunflower Public House. We, they are, they've been good enough for, for, uh, to give us the room for the next couple of weeks where we do the filming. So we thought, for the very first podcast, we have the general manager in, the Prince of Paints, the, the mother of moisturiser. Uh, <laughs> there, there is more out there, but anyway, it's Bob McManus. Yeah! Woo! Welcome, Bob. Like Prince of Paints, that would have to be your wrestling name. <laughs> Prince of Paints, yeah. I'm happy, no. happy to be here in the String Ninjas OnlyFans. Um, yes. It's, you know, my safe word is Beluga Wheel. Beluga Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Caviar, if you yeah. want to go faster. I prefer pineapple. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin, for me. <laughs> Works out in this sense. <laughs> but yeah, we're, so we're here. We've survived season one. Um, we've got loads and loads of guests. Amy Montgomery, Sarah Dillon, we've got Dean Stevens, we've got all sorts of Rwanda Shaw. Bob Hope. There, there are more. Bob Hope is making a surprise appearance. <laughs> he's uh, come to entertain the troops. He will come. <laughs> His come does entertain the troops, yeah. we know that much. Uh, so yeah, we thought, because we're here, you know, we've got musicians on, we've got uh, comedians, we've got artists, we've got our fucking ugly faces, we thought, get somebody from the hospitality industry in. So Why not? Why yeah, not? so first week open. Yeah. What's it first, been like? First week open, third day open. Uh, it's been good. It's been busy. No headers in yet. Um, well, none that I've seen. I'm touch wood, but it stays that way. Oh, but, um, there we go. Speaking of which, there's the header there. Do we need No, we're okay. There you go. There we go. That's, uh, that's how real this is. It's a fucking cameo, if ever. So I, like, I made a joke before we started recording that there'll be a queue of people at the door waiting to get served because Bob's here but legit yeah, <laughs> there you are you don't start work for an hour you know you're this off is work my day, day. this is my day off yeah. Yeah. So so never, never a day off you're getting no. badgered with, with no. all sorts of questions you're that you're the man about town Prince of Paints <laughs> Prince <laughs> of Paints what, what can I say? that's what I'm going to call it that should be on your, your Twitter bio now Prince Obviously. of Paints yeah yeah definitely <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, yeah. So it's been it's been a good start. Um, everyone's been nice and kind, and 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 drinking beer, and, and which is what you want. Any dogs in? Uh, no, it's been a good few dogs. It was um, it was a good Alsatian in before I left on Monday, and then whenever <laughs> good and then we, yeah, but whenever I left, um, apparently it threw up everywhere um, because apparently it had. Uh, separation anxiety from its owner, and the owner went to the loo, and the dog is up everywhere. So, um, Alsatian of all that, dogs uh, to be like that. Yeah, yeah that's that's a, a sick dog right there. Needs yeah. some TLC, okay. yeah. TLD, some tender I, living bob. I hope they didn't do it in front of uh, Boxing Hair Pizza because it would put customers right off. <laughs> no, well they they were they they were at a table. Um, Good bit away from it, but it was they scooped it up and put it straight into the fryer. <laughs> Made a taramasalada. <laughs> <laughs> the new pizza. But yeah, Good so um, what uh, what the beer has been selling well this year? We were heard t- talks of Kindergarten running out and whatnot. Yeah, so we um, we well obviously Kindergarten's up in Donegal, but um, so obviously we couldn't go up and brew a beer with them. Um, so 
they we we just asked, would would you mind brewing a beer for us reopening? Um, us and the American Bar, our sister pub, great pub. Um, they we just give them a flavor profile, something light, uh, summery. You drink all day in the pub, and and they went away and brewed. Sent you back gin. Sent you a case of gin. There you go. Sent a case of harp. It already exists. There's a bottle of pims and a sprig of mint. But yeah, they they brewed it and it's it's a it's a lovely beer called Kansas, the Sunflower State in America. There you so go. We thought oh, that was appropriate. I didn't, did, yeah. I didn't even yeah. get that myself. Yeah. Oh, circle. Yeah. There you are. Um, so it uh, yeah, first day sold out three kegs of it, and just everybody had a thirst on though. It would have been fucking like old wine through a sock, and you would have fucking been well, selling their well, ass. Well, that's it. That's it. You could have given them anything, and they would have. I was only the dogs too. That's why that yes, fucking. Yes, it that's wasn't why the dogs. Too. You just imagine that paralysation. No, like I'm not. No, like when you throw up at a bar, you're like I'm not drunk. I've just had something bad to eat. You know, like I'm not blocked. It's just separation, separation anxiety for me. That's, a bad, that's a, a bad paint. What what is this act that you speak of? Oh, I've oh I, I've I've done some. Although funny, ironically, no enough. Ironically, funny enough, I did actually have something really bad to eat before I went into a bar, and it sat right there in my chest. I know, so as you're painting, you're like you just feel really. I I destroyed the toilets and ran away. I felt so Would bad. Would you like to name this bar? No, because I'll probably be playing it or something. It's not it's not in this country. Let's put it that oh, way. Right. So we're not too. Oh, bad. I know. Oh, I know. It's, a, it's somewhere. In a, oh, I can't even say this. Because if anybody from they will know it's infamous. This because they never found out who it was. The tines are still broken with the force. <laughs> the sink is still clogged. Because you remember those things, like we like when you when you're talking to the other bar staff, you particularly remember. Uh, Mad incidents, yes, yeah. especially when they involved shit in the, in the loo. Yeah, the see, I kind of, I never really got, well, see, I think like when I worked in the limelight, it was my first bar job, and I was doing floor cleaning and all that sort of stuff, so shit and thing, it was just like part of the job. But one of the places I never ever thought that I would ever come across such behavior was in retail, okay, and they're worse in retail because you're not expecting it. Do you know, like, like yeah. when you go to war, you expect to be shot at. <laughs> you know, what I mean? you don't expect to be shot at while you're doing your test. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, so, so, like, I'd be, you'd be fucking in in Madeline or in a couple. Donnell Mill was the most famous part for me because the most the one I remember the most because they have you no, know, they do mock ups of like you know here's what your house could look like with these curtains. There's like a wee mini a wee mini corner of a house. A child taking a shit. Somebody <laughs> took a shit oh. in that in the in, in the mock up <laughs> living room and then wiped their hole on the curtain. Oh, <laughs> so classy. yeah, so that that's the one that sticks out for me the most. Fuck. And if anywhere I've ever worked, there was also well, actually there was when I first started working in the limelight. Fucking start of the night, the the toilets were pristine and somebody shit on the floor beside the toilet. Oh, I've had that before. Do you yeah. like, like, yeah, yeah. like, you're like, I've not done it before, but I've done it. Just this, never never gone. I've seen this before. So um, um, you were telling me about you worked in the limelight. Someone told me that um, every Friday or Saturday night, someone used to go in and smash a glass down one of the toilets and then take a shit on it so someone would have to go in and that's fucked and, up and pick yeah it's, it's I, I wouldn't, I like, would not put it past anybody like, like there's yeah. some mad fucking shit in this mm-hmm. city but that's quite literally yeah. that's that's vindictive as fuck mm-hmm. uh, unless it was like stone cold <laughs> no, that, was his, <laughs> that was his entrance music <laughs> I do remember one time uh, as what the English are horrendous for it. No offense to you, you imperialist bastards. But <laughs> there was a bar I was working in where um, somebody had spunked everywhere, had taken, remember, like Nuts magazine and gone into a cubicle and just spaffed everywhere. Spaffed. 
and and I was I, just no, nobody the like all the staff were horrified and like I was I was the manager I was like right you know that whole thing don't tell someone so who, you're not who did I yourself. delegate this to no I had to do it and then see after that there was never an ounce of cheek out of any of them because I was like that is literally the fucking worst cleaning job I've ever had to do no, I had coke heads uh, I mean I didn't up. tell them how I did it I, I just went in with a fucking bucket <laughs> of bleach and went yeah. you it. went in with your fucking your trousers down and your tongue hanging out with you <laughs> fucking kidding I don't know I know fuck I only fans wasn't even about that <laughs> the uh, <sighs> Yeah, there's some fucking disgusting. It's funny, like you know, veterans hospitality, but Bob still survived. But the thing is, Bob Bob probably worked in arguably the worst of them all, Weatherspoons. Yeah. Be, like Weatherspoons. Don't defend Weatherspoons, Bob. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Like it is, it is mad, and and you do have a lot of absolutely crazy customers. Um, but again, like a lot of the people that I worked with there were were fantastic people, and I guess that's why I got through it because they were uh, really right. decent people. Mm. But again, it was. I remember, I remember going up one Sunday afternoon to our upstairs bar, and and it was whenever I was shift manager there. And and as I was walking up, someone, some parent came down and was like, um, "Can you come up here?" Um, they were up there having a big party with their kids and all this kind of stuff. But she put me aside and said, "In that cubicle over there, there's some woman giving some fella a, a wank under the table." So I went up and I just like, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of here, blah, blah, blah. The fellow was like a rabbit in the headlights, shit himself, ran out immediately. <laughs> the woman was just like, nah, I'm finishing my drink. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I'm fucking... And I'm, I'm finishing my drink. <laughs> I, I said, I'm phoning the cops. You may get the fuck out of here right now. I, you, I get more funny day for us, Bacardi and Coke. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's kids running about over there and you're doing that in here on a Sunday afternoon at two o'clock. It's, it was crazy. Um... <laughs> Uh, that's yeah, it's uh, not like I mean, how do people think that this is okay and it's yeah. in, but I, mean, I was in uh, Poland in Krakow, Krakow, whatever way you want to pronounce it, and uh, it, again it was like two o'clock in the afternoon in a park beside there's like a big uh, like a canal like river that runs through the city, and we my mate went traveling with Phil. We were sitting down by it, and we're just sitting there enjoying the sun and all. And we're just what are we gonna do for the day? We're gonna do this. And that. Went to Auschwitz by the way. That's what we did. Um, but yeah, so Phil goes to me. He goes, "Am I seeing this right?" And I said, "What?" He goes, "Look over at that bench," and there was a guy like. It brought daylight. The kids running about playing, playing all sorts. He was lying, and he had you see the belt undone and the zip down, but the girl was like sitting in between his legs and like facing away from him as if no, like they were doing it. And she was just giving it up and down like this here, and he was just lying like that on the bench. For and I'm not talking. Audio listeners, Gavin's just been humping the chair. Right? Yeah, I just, uh, I just backwanked <laughs> myself there. But yeah, so she, so that was broad daylight, and like Phil's looking at me, going like, "Is this really happening?" Like. It's just like a thing. Like hard, and nobody's saying anything. Yeah. They all just seem to be going about their days. If like, <laughs> oh well, another wank and crack off. <laughs> yeah. That always confuses me. Like you know, my porn sites. There's all these like videos of like they're, they're on a bus. It's, a, it's in Tokyo. It's a bus full of people. There's some girl getting bucked and. I mean, uh, all the commuters are just say, like just no. Yeah. All the commuters are and like, but see, like in Japan, if because you know, everything runs on time. Yeah. If you're late, if the train's late. It, it issues you with like a, yeah. an excuse to give to your employee or your employer. So can you imagine that one? They're like, sorry, I'm late. Somebody was getting bucked in the train. <laughs> well, yeah, well, there, there was there was a guy the other day, um, a train driver, I think it was Japan, um, who got off his station station in the train and went to the loo, and he ended up getting getting a, a 
turd down from his bosses about it, like, going to the <laughs> toilet. Stop having shit, so company yeah. time. Oh, can you, that's like probably the worst thing. There's no way everybody, you know, the old joke, you save it up so you get paid to do it. Oh, <laughs> Bus driver or train driver or fucking f- pilot will probably be the worst one to do. Yeah. And you're just like, you're like, you're flying your plane, you're like, autopilot, I wait for a shift for 20 minutes. And you're just sitting there, just, fuck, why, why, why is my shit on the ceiling? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still thinking about your woman in fucking weather shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Did she leave her number on the back of the door? <laughs> Was that the Wellesmoons Moons here, or was it? Yeah, the one one in Bedford Street. Yeah, it's mad. Is it the Stone House or the Bridge House? Bridge, Bridge House. House yeah. this. Fuck, I, uh, I, I, I don't, I didn't know. I, I don't know how Weatherspoons works. Because no, it's like you go in and like there was people queuing up, but then there was people getting table service, and then there's like you do an app and all this here, and it's like yeah. It's well, like, when when I worked there, it was all just like a normal bar. You come up to the the to the bar and order, which is fine. Um, I still have people who work there and they tell me what the crack is. Um, so it, it's, you can use an app now um, where, but like anyone can use it and order at any table. So someone in, in Southampton can order a drink to, I know, table 16 in Belfast and mm. things like that. Yeah. So there's loads of people going on Twitter and saying, I'm, sitting, paint, I, I'm sitting here. <laughs> but people were ordering weird <laughs> and stupid things like a, a, a boat of gravy <laughs> or, or, or a side of peas, just random things. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. There was a guy the other day, actually got kicked out of a Wellerspoons. He was like some TikTok guy because 40,000 people were sending him. There was around, like, so like, it was 40,000 orders going into this one <coughs> bar in Wellerspoons and they figured out who it was and they were like, mate, you're going to have to leave because we, we can't run this bar because the fucking thing's you, just you just be up. like, You just be like, well, <coughs> all those people have paid for those sides of cucumber. Well. <laughs> 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 uh, funny, uh, Darzo, you're saying about random stuff. He, uh, Darzo from the Scallions uh, is... He's he's a very smart individual and he likes a good he likes a good uh, a good prank. He knew two of his mates down the street were um, hungover, so he's like, I ordered you a McDonald's and the way you can customize your order. So he basically he basically ordered a Big Mac meal, but like took everything out of it and did extra pickles. So this is getting this pickle sandwich oh, no. and it was delivered. But I showed you the receipt and it was like, you know, Big Mac. No, no meat, no cheese, no fucking lettuce, no anything. Just extra pickles, extra pickles. So it's just got this fucking. <laughs> so you mean you love to be working at McDonald's and you go like fuck here? Who, I want to know who's getting that. Uh, who's who's ordering it? I, I want to know the story behind this because it's either somebody that really wanted a pickle sandwich oh. or fucking you know somebody who's taking the piss out of somebody else. Yeah, and then in the staff like in in these big companies, they can't refuse it. They have to do it. Like yeah. I mean, if someone. <clears throat> In the pub, I came up and asked for something stupid. Just say, no, I'm not doing that. It's ridiculous. Um, it's technically already been paying uh, for by an app. Yeah, really. but like they, like I mean, they're buying the pickles, they're buying the bap. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get some like, like, like later down the line, there'd be like somebody wants just a normal burger, and there'd be yeah. no pickles left. Yeah. <laughs> they'd just be fucking hundreds. Yeah. Of well, yeah, I suppose there's that. You're depriving the the. Pe- the masses of their pickles. Of their pickles. pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like a good pickle. Do you know one time I did? The one time I legitimately refused service to somebody, and it wasn't because he was drunk. He asked for a Guinness top, and oh. I was like, like "I you said, say, do it look like a clothes shop? You can't fuck like, off." No, but I. Uh, it was in an Irish bar in London, and I was like, "A Guinness top? Well, go to go, go to like, and ask for that." But like, <laughs> but like, like a lager with a Guinness. No, yeah, yeah. So with a, a wee laminate. No, no, no. Le- a laminate top, top yeah. on his Guinness. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Okay. No people get like Guinness yeah, Blackheart, yeah, yeah, no. so Guinness and lemonade. That's fucking 
frustrating. I know, and I was like, that's, no. That's like two flavours you don't But he was like, you can't yeah. refuse me service. I was like, actually, I can. <laughs> and you're a fucking idiot. Get the out management of my reserves right. <laughs> I threw him out. I was like, who the f- you pervert. What's, you f- the, what's the weirdest drink you like? You're saying that there, but what's the weirdest drink you've ever been asked to make? Uh, a water shandy. <laughs> so half lager, half water. A water a minute, yeah, really? yeah. I thought you were like water and lemonade there. <laughs> no, no. Water, water and beer. Um, Fucking hell. Gets it into the bloodstream quicker. <laughs> just, just take a half pint if you don't want to. Well, I, I, right. <laughs> or fucking just have a sparkling water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no. I suppose. Phew, I used to get like, you know. Stag dudes give a, like, gives a pint of top shelf or whatever. Uh, I know, because that's what my one was. There was a guy came up when I worked in the parlor. And again, it was one of those bars that was just, you know, you made no tips, you made nothing. But the staff were really good crack to work with and all, and that's, that's why I stayed. But um, there was a guy, and he was like, oh, it's my mate's like 18th birthday. How much is a shot? And I was like, fucking, well, two pound, for argument's sake, or whatever. And he goes, right, well, I want 18 shots and a half pint of thing. Could you pour it on into one glass? And he says, no, I can't do that. And he says, I can serve you these. But after that, you do what you want with them. Yeah. I'm not. I'm like lab. I'm like encouraging you to do something really stupid. <coughs> if I put it all in the glass, and he was like, right, well, just he says, give me fucking eighteen shots and a half pint, but put the, no in a pint glass. So I like fucking crammed the mouth and fucking, mm. you know, all the all the real sickening things, and the guy fucking necked yeah. it. You would not need another drink. No. You would not need another drink the rest of your fucking life. I don't know why you would do that to yourself, though. It's mental. Or a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, well done. I'm releasing Let's see how much pain we can put you emotional in. Emotional immaturity. Um, here's something that's going to make you shit your bed later yeah. on. Yeah. There was a shot people used to order all the time. Uh, it was called a cement mixer. And what you okay. do is you get the shot glass, you put a wee bit of, a little touch of lime cordial in it, and then fill it with Baileys. Drinking it was not an issue. It's when you put the glass back down. And it looked like the inside of a cement mixer. Oh, right, okay. Why was, but then there was one time... It's, it's a very weird, <coughs> pointless... Yeah, one time thing. I, I it's myself... It's a weird thing to be excited about when you're yeah. really a punk. Give us a ruined Baileys, please. <laughs> no, there was one time I, I was basically physically forced to drink a, a Bloody Mary through a tampon. What? I was like 19 and I was just... They got me steaming drunk and they were like, fucking... It wasn't a used tampon. It was a, but the thing is, as bad as it was for me to have to do that, yeah. My mate who had to go and ask every woman in the bar for a fucking tampon, the amount of slaps he got in the face. Good. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Looking back on him, like, and I'm like, he's a police officer now. <laughs> like, bro, what the f- We were just. I think we were scum for doing that. Yeah. Well, he was. I, I I didn't know any better. I was just been giving you know, him a drink and It was once he sucked the bloody way through the tampon, he, re- he realized he fucked up. <laughs> I would like to point out, though, I d- dunked it. Tried to suck it, dunked it, tried to suck it, then I went fuck this and threw it away, and then just drank the Bloody Mary. Well, at, le- at least you give it a try, and I suppose that's what I tell my son whenever it comes to eating new food. Anyway, if, if, you, if you try it, you don't like it, that's perfectly fine. But if you don't try it, then you can't you can't bitch him over yeah. about it. So I feel like I've gone down the estimations of everybody. Yeah. Well, I got a similar story, but it was way more innocent. So basically, we we rented a house down in Donegal for an Irish festival. There's about ten of us. And we were there, and just there was a, a tampon there. No, it must have been from somebody in the packet. No, there was no. So it was sitting there. We were like, oh, weird. No, nothing of it. So then we were we played a prank on our friend. We were like, here, do you want a cup of tea? Because we had one of those big kettles, and the big fucking things full of liters of water. And like, guy. So we got the, we made him a tea and put the fucking the tampon in the tea and left the string hanging out. No, like, and he was like, "What's up with the string?" And I said, like, "Got one of them tea bags." No, the fucking. You know, <laughs> and he was a guy, but he left it sitting for about five fucking minutes, and uh, and we were like, "John, are you drinking your tea or what?" And he went, 
And he went to tip him, and just this the whole thing had like absorbed the whole tea cup of tea, <laughs> and was like the actual circumference of the cup, and it just slid out <laughs> in the face. <laughs> like, I was like, I did not expect, I did not realize how absorbent those things were. What brand was it? Let's give them a shout out here. Body form, yeah, <laughs> girls, body form. Yeah, yeah. Right, next, we're going to be talking about Venus fucking razors. Mm. Yeah. No, no. So why? So fucking. I so here, in terms of because up here it's not being used. It no, can't be used no. at all. Um, well, we we have had people use it for uh, film and short films and things like and that. Bollocks um, podcasts. Yeah. And, and <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, we can say it. So, um, so, yeah, again, it is being used, but not in a normal capacity. Because yeah. um, it, it is our live venue where we have live music. Which is, I, see, it's kind of weird because there's no real... Like, see, I don't know what the crack is with the taps and stuff and all up here because I know all down there is... That's reasonably new, isn't it? Because remember, you moved everything about, and you completely changed the world. Yeah, yeah. So, so we, it was maybe about one or two years um, that we switched everything about and renovated here, and just made it a lot better and a bit, a bit it more. Does look, it does. Hospitable. It sits to, a bit better. Artists, yeah. Because people weren't walking past people. Yeah. Well, that's it. The, the, the stage was there and it was right beside the entrance. So yeah. when people were coming in late and they were walking past the band, and it was yeah. the the. The musicians, the, the musicians and the people walking in were staring at each other and like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like two dogs I'm like, no, <laughs> You're not meant to start yet, I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> You're late, what are you doing? <laughs> no, it definitely is a better feel about the room. Um, so, uh, and again, we've had we've had some great nights here. I mean, you know yourself, you've had yeah, here. Open mic night, this is, the, yeah. this is the birthplace up here. So it was used to be every Tuesday, because it was Labaka was Tuesday, yeah. and I think Pedro wanted to keep that on. Yeah. And then... The Hewitt did it on a Monday. The Hewitt shut their one down because of... Uh, Tracy Hotlips. Do you remember Tracy Hotlips? She's she is one of the stalls in in St George's. Yeah. No. no. Well, fuck it. I hope, well, not, not that I hope not, but <laughs> it'd be a crazy fucking stall. Do you remember Tracy Hotlips? There's someone in St George's, like Hotlips, who does curries and stuff like that. No, it's not the same. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. No. Because I tell um, you what, if this person did curries, there would be a viral sensation because Tracy Hotlips was the 90-year-old man with Parkinson's. Oh, who, yes. Who, was, yes, who yes, came in and yes. drag yep. and no, play guitar now. and all yeah. that there. And that's basically, I think it was, oh, he was a lovely fella. Because like, a lot of people, he would come in. And I think that's why he, like, lots of people come in because we were always very friendly to people because they're coming in and they're like, oh, I want to play, but I don't know. Mm. So he came down a couple of times, this guy, this old fella, mm. and he was telling me about his life and all that there and getting to know him. And he's like, oh, I've got, I've got like a, an act. I might come down next week. I was like, oh, I did, on. I come out. And he came in, and there he was in fishnet stockings and the high heels and the wig and the, the fucking lipstick. No, but purposely making himself really trashy looking. Yeah. But then he was like playing Jimi Hendrix <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. But I think when the because the John Hewitt's a bit more of an old older gents pub. Do you know what like you're talking about? And it has everybody in it. But I've always it's always struck me as like. 30 and up, 40 and up type of whiskey mm. Guinness drinkers, you know, sort of thing. So, yeah, so, uh, so uh, their, their old magnate had been sort of dying down over mm. over a couple of years. And then I think Tracy Hotlicks went in and I think Davey was like, right, I don't know what the fuck's going on here anymore. <laughs> so they stopped doing it. And then Pedro took over the Monday for here. Yeah, yeah. And then we moved to downstairs, which yeah. was a good move, yeah, I think. It was so. a good move. Yeah, but yeah, but some some gigs happening and or has ha, have happened in here uh, yeah. in the last while. I remember playing outside <laughs> on top of your fucking thing. Do you remember that? On top of the chipping container. Yeah, the yeah. weirdest gig I've ever played in my life. I for, I've completely forgot about it until well, now. I never knew that. Happened. So Adam Turkington, who d- used to do uh, Culture Night 
he started that and a few other things if if you thought like Adam Turkington's everywhere like he does Hit the North yeah. he does all that sort of actually it was part of Hit the North that uh, was, was it Hit the North or was no it was Culture Night no no I never know if sure it was something to do with the painting it was the final day of the painting that he, um, on top of the shipping container yeah I'm never not sure but anyway he, oh, uh, no because uh, Hit the North that was the the, the street, street art graffiti, festival yeah. and Culture Night they were both on they used to be on at the same time. Um, they've separated separated now, but uh, used to be a part of Culture Night. So that's right, because you always used to see them out doing the painting as you went. So you you done that day and uh, Orrin Lynch um, and I his that, that makes sense then because so that, that was, that was the day Culture Night, and then it must have been. But it was the weirdest fucking gig I've ever played because basically the, the 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 container at the mm. back there. Had like a ladder, does still they built the ladders on the side? No, we built we got it, had it all built for people to go up in. Right, so basically, we went up and there was like a speaker and a fucking really decent <coughs> mixing desk and all of that. See, I would love that because nobody, I, I don't like people being able to get at me. Yeah, but the thing is, if somebody throws something at you, it's yeah. hard for you to get them. <laughs> throw back. Yeah, There's too many glass bottles in this building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they throw stuff and then they're on their way to the door, or even worse, the people that were just walking down the street that yeah. weren't even in the bar. By the yeah. time you got down to them, you'd be fucking knackered. Uh, yeah. But I was such a weird gig playing that there, just because I was like, it paid me well and all for yeah. it, and I was happy to do it. But like just afterwards, I imagine you're very exposed up there. Definitely, and, yeah. And from from all, see, you usually play when you're out busking because I think I was still busking at that stage. Uh, your back's to a wall. You can see left and right and front. Yeah. Whereas there, I was like literally three sixty. Anybody could hit me from anything. Although the one thing that I did worry about the most was bird shit, like, yeah, because yeah. it's one of those like moments where you're like. Not intentionally look at me, but you're the centerpiece. Mm. Everybody's looking at you because you're on top of a fucking container playing guitar. So, like, if something had a shit on me, everybody would have seen it. Like, mm. so that was was good crack. Uh, well, that's it as well. And and that old hostel that was still up, um, it was it was abandoned. Like, um, but there was hundreds of pigeons that used to live in it because, and and they flew about everywhere, shitting everywhere. And they hated. Fucking acoustic guitar. Hated yeah. finger <laughs> Fucking wankers. They were more into their Led Zeppelin and all. So. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, uh, I don't remember that at all. No, you would. You you weren't knocking about. I wasn't on the scene. You back were then. not on the scene. I hadn't. I, I had brought you into my fold. I was still <laughs> buried deep in fine dining and all that. Uh, you were eating your steak tartare. I wasn't eating. I was fucking serving it. You were loving it. You were like, can I get that cooked? No, get out. That's a burger. You're after. I used to love. Ke- Have you ever had that? What? People ask them for their steak tartare cooked. It, it, ha- it did happen once. Did it? Um, generally, when people order it, they know what it is. Um, yeah. Or I get people going, "What is this ste- steak tartare?" Because because it's a starter, so they go, "That's weird to have steak as a starter." And then they explain what it is, and most of the time they go, "Oh, that's not for me." And go, that's fine. Yeah. Don't order it. I would never. I would never encourage anyone to order yeah. a dish like that. But I used to love catching people. Like you know, how customers are always right. Bullshit. Whenever you'd bring them their food. And you put the food down, and then you'd walk away the table, and then they'd lift up the salt and pepper and go like that there, and then they'd eat it and complain. They go, "That's too mm. salty." To which I'd always reply, "Well, I watched you open up that salt cellar on it." <laughs> so yeah. it's because people don't like season when they cook at home when yeah. they go out for dinner. Because you, you told me that really good oh, analogy. The analogy yeah, about the, the the guy who hires people, he takes them out for lunch, and if they like salt the food or season it before they've even tasted it, he's mm. like, "Well, you're you're close-minded. You've already got preconceptions, yeah. you know." Fucking, I don't, again, I don't know what the accent, like, how you would actually apply this to, you know, like, are you a tech fucking giant or something uh, out there? Well, uh, apparently, um, Brewdog, when they're doing interviews, um, they will ask the interviewee, would you like a beer? Hmm. And if you refuse a beer, 
Um, I think that's you done already. They'll do the rest of the interview, but in their heads, you're but not that's there. Kinda, but that's kind of fucking... It is bad, because like, you don't want to drink in the middle of an interview. Yeah, because like, like, what's the other interview one? I give us three beers, actually. Yeah. What have you got on top? <laughs> we'll be like, well, this is the guy who's going to lead us into the future. Yeah. You know, or this is the guy that we're going to sack for getting wanked off in the toilet. That's by random funny you bring up Brewdog, because I've heard that they're planning the opening sealer town. Um, I don't I don't know. There's there's a few rumors going about. I I think they are, I think they are settled on Belfast. They are going to open up something very soon. They were operating out of Muldoon's Bar, like a takeaway service mm-hmm. delivery. Um, not takeaway, but delivery during the pandemic. Muldoons. So we're delivering cans and burgers Where and is stuff. Muldoons, I Muldoons is, is it's if you're going up Corporation Street, um, and it's just like it's down before you get into Clarendon Dock. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. I know where you are. So um, it, it there, it, a lot of people think it is going to be in there, but I've been told that it's not in there. But again, they might be playing see, the double bluff. See, so. it's one of those things as well for you guys that might actually benefit you guys. Oh, absolutely. The more craft that, beer bars, the better. Like, well, that's what I say. Or the but, more bars, the better. But even, but even in that area, because you guys are so alienated out there to an extent, you've mm-hmm. got what's the other one down. Oh, the oh, um, you're on about the American bar. The oh, the American bar, yeah. You're on about McKenna's, yeah. McKenna's, I. So, like, if like, because obviously <coughs> people are going to go to Brewdog, and they'll they'll because Brewdog is like from my experience with Brewdog, it's not a place to stay all night. To oh, drink. absolutely. Yeah. So when you have a few nice, you know, different things, and then you go somewhere else, so they'll be bringing customers out to you guys. It's not like they're in direct competition with you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Again, it it's. You say what you want about Brewdog, they know what they're doing and they know beer and people like their beer. So it's it, people, as you should say, people aren't going to go all night. They're going to go get food, maybe have a couple of beers and then go elsewhere in yeah. the cathedral quarter, come to us, or go to the American bar. So it's, it. I, I'm a big advocate for the more pubs, the better. Yeah. Uh, and I think... It does create a, it creates a, like... Well, look, a, a it, it's the the, more, more pubs, the better. Again, especially ones that do music, again... There'll be more jobs for musicians. There'll be uh, more jobs for staff, and and it'll benefit the the economy and all that jazz. So I I'm I'm a big advocate for pubs and and especially good ones. Um, I think we don't have enough of them in Belfast. Mm-hmm. I think we. No, it's probably one of the. I see one of the things is like I wish somebody would like like you guys take over the Hudson. Because there's nothing that bar is just it doesn't know what it wants to do with itself. Well, so, again, it's. I, I, Hudson was one of my absolute favourite pubs in Belfast. Absolutely yeah. loved it. Great staff, great beer, great whiskeys, great music. Um, and then I think a lot of people left and just within the space of six months to a year, just I've ne- never seen something fall so uh, flat so, so quick, quickly. We did a lot of work at the, at the start. I did a lot of working with them at the start, doing music and stuff and all. And it was always, the Hudson always did well. And then yeah. as you say, over the I don't know whether... It was. <laughs> I don't want to correlate our music to the, the fall of the business, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So there was like, as you said, there was a couple of months. But we were in there like gigging, and they'd have crowds of people watching the sports over us. Do you know, like as in, yeah. we'd be playing, and there'd be TVs behind us showing the football. And with, with and the, like the TV, was it? Uh, I so you would you have this? So we're ruining people's football, yeah. or they're ruining our gig. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of it's like. You have those three floors. You could do sports bar at the top, yeah, or fucking. Out. You yeah. could do gigs out the side. You could yeah. do. You know I mean, there was real no like definition. I think in that bar because yeah. it's one of the biggest. Mm. Like, like in terms of the space, it had everything. Remember, the, it had the food place at the bottom. Yeah. It actually yeah. did food itself. It had a big staging area. It had like really good sound system. You know, it had all these things, all this potential, and it just 
all crumbled and then it's never really been the same it was Piggy mm-hmm. Blinders yeah. and then it fucking got taken to, like it had to get all that shit taken away yeah I, th- I think a cease and desist order that they couldn't call themselves Piggy Blinders yeah um, so I think that they're but like, again it's the, even the idea of calling yourself the Piggy Blinders bar it's cheesy it's, as fuck it is and it's Again, the HUD didn't need to. Hudson had a great name. It, it built itself up. You don't need to go and do these things to pander to, to audiences or TV shows or whatever. Like, he's like cashing in on a yeah, gimmick, yeah, like, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, was, was, even, it was. I remember somebody gimmick. saying to me, it might have been you actually, that there's a bar in Peaky Blinders called, there's, a, there's like a bar that they frequent, and instead of yeah, going, calling yourself Peaky Blinders, you could call yourself, that, yeah. call yourself the actual name of the bar, do you mean, or yeah. like something that they're like, but to go Peaky Blinders, it's like, uh, you know, I was going to say black books, but black books would work. You know, but I think mm. uh, we're calling our bar Father Ted. <laughs> we're, calling, we're absolutely fabulous. Although that Biker would work, Grove. actually. Biker Grove. <laughs> Where are you? Here. You go down to this new bar. It's got uh, it's a lovely stout on. What's it called? Grange Hill. And that'd be funny if you could skit, actually. Yeah. We'd go down to Grange Hill and it'd just be like people getting tanked you know, with the music. Thomas the Tank Engine. Um... But yeah, fuck, it's just, uh, it's, it's such a weird, on our city centre as well, is dilapidated as fuck. Like, I, it, it just seems to me that, again, there doesn't seem to be a lot of proper planning about it. Again, the high street is down, we all know it is, because a lot of people are, are going out there and buying uh, stuff online. Again, we still need shops in the city centre, but... I, I think it should be a lot more catered towards hospitality and entertainment and things yeah. like that, a lot more green spaces. And again, that's sort of what we're all talking about now um, after that pandemic, basically. Um, I actually loved it whenever, because when Primark, I loved it when Primark burnt down, but I liked what happened <laughs> to the city centre afterwards. It was all, it was pedestrianised. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. had all those wee kids play areas and you had the proper benches and you had the, the stage outside Castle Court. That was way nicer than yeah, fucking... Yeah. Doing like three or four just burr benches and like shops, but they're all closed down. Mm. Yes, yeah. there's not a lot of uh, individuality, in even though there are so many bars in the town. It's like, it's like the but same they're all part. Of, they're all part of chains. Exactly. Yeah. The yeah. Have, even though they, they have like an individuality, but they are part of chains. Aye, they come from a company that maybe has six bars, but yeah. they're going to use the same fitting company. They're mm. going to use the same. They're going to get the same credit from the same drinks company, and so then all the taps end up at the same, uh-huh. and all yeah. the menus end up. And there's nothing. I different. Say, I like. I like to see the one of the, one of the other ones that sort of stood out for me over the years, and like it'd be funny that I'm saying this because I've had such horrendous nights there just through my own um, bad judgment. <laughs> is Gordon Street? Uh. I actually liked Gordon Street in terms of their their the way they were operating. The beers were de- were decent, you know. Yep, the thing. Yep. Um, it's sort of it's sort of both their blessing and their curse that of mm. where they are because the bar. I think if it was a little bit out of the way, it would be a but. You know the, the type of clientele that go into the cathedral quarter are all blazers and brown yeah. shoes. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. they're the thirty year old yuppies type of thing with a few quid on them. Do you know I mean? And that's done the business well. Yeah. But like for me personally, doing you know the it it is a really nice bar. Like I'm, I'm they used to be good on on Sunday nights. Um, oh yeah, that's Sunday nights were very good. And then it was I, one o'clock. They stayed open too. Yeah. They served the one. Shh, don't do that. Yeah, served the twelve. So. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't yeah, know that. I thought that yeah. was a special. Yeah, no, it's I thought that the, was the laws on Sunday. You're only allowed to serve the twelve. Well, so that's you just you just tied it on right? them. Which so brings me to a point. I in culture night, I seen a, a band called Touts from Derry in there. <laughs> uh, great punk band, proper old school punk. Um, and they were fucking great in 39 Gordon Street. Are, so, they, are yeah. they called Tights from Derry or is it just Tights? No, just Tights. Tights, yeah, so. Tights. Tights but they're from Derry. Yeah. 
Stouts from Derry. No, but you see, like, getting back to like the, like the bars and stuff, and what sort of Bob's in more bars the better. It's like when I come into a bar like here, if I just want a bog standard beer, you can go right have a cozo. But then if I want to talk to a barman about tasting notes or something, the staff are trained enough to be able to do that. There's too many places you go into where they don't know anything. And you uh, feel like you're almost having to do the order for them. Because uh, yeah. like I was in a bar last week, I'll not name it, and there was three of us sitting there, and the girl came over and was like, can I get you anything? And I was like, oh, can I get a pint of guess, please? And she went, yeah, no worries, and walked away. And I was like, what about you meant to ask the other two. <laughs> and I was like, it's so basic, but the problem is that there's no talent. Uh, the talent pool in hospitality is really, 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 really it's bad. They're all, it's because they're all artists, and they're all... But no, it's no, like now, like me, like I was an artist. I used to enjoy my work, but I always had my mind on something. I like I did my job and I did it well. Yeah. But then the minute I had the chance, I got the fuck out. But of it's, no, but that, I don't want to talk about that. Your first bar job was lying, mate. And what yeah. did you have to do? Clean the fucking clean shade off floor. My first bar job, clean the ice trays, go down to the K group. You know, you, you had to yeah. pay, you learn before you were allowed near a customer. Mm. You had to learn that there was a certain rate of passage almost that you had to do before you were allowed to talk to. Because in fact, it's like when you come in there, but like. I know we're, I'm sitting here like an old man like saying that, but like I can't like an eighteen year old who is only like that doesn't drink, doesn't know anything about any whiskeys or anything like that there, and then they're they, and they also don't care what I'm drinking. Right. Where when someone's selling something, they should be made to care about the product that they're like you know like, what's the point like in a, in a chef in a, in a restaurant put, serving up this immaculate dish and then the waitress comes over and just fucks it on the, <laughs> on the table. Your fingers cut. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know what I mean. Like there's the the, uh, the, car, the car seems to have gone. It, maybe it's just a generational thing. But I, that's probably a thing to do with change as I well. D- I, I, I don't know if it's a generation. I, I, I'm always very worried of generational arguments because it's the same arguments every generation that's where what, uh, yeah. the, the, those youngins... I don't agree with what you just said about generational <laughs> arguments, right? Because <laughs> it's the same thing. Like it, it's, it's new problems arise and new technology and all this thing sort of comes out and 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 people adapt differently. And like the... the the big one that people talk about, all oh, these kids are on their phones all the time, or people back in the day were in newspapers oh, all the newspapers time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, 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 or that that uh, techno music is a bit, oh, I don't like that, blah, blah, blah. But in the 1950s, now. that rock and roll was fucking. Uh, mad, I, was, I was, was the devil's, the so devil's lettuce music. The, the generational argument is, is that, look, it, the bar trade, it, it's like everything. There's going to be good people and there's going to be bad. And, and certain bars in the training will, will do very. Well, with new staff coming in, take them under their wing. Like I, I it, it helps that we we all love beer here, um, <laughs> and and we're all um, we're we're all very passionate about it, and we love drink love drinking it, obviously. Um, but um, but I don't think we've ever no, I I know for a fact we've never put out a, a job vacancy um, advert. We always just find someone. Um, that we know or a friend of someone mm-hmm. who's looking a job and, and like we just take them in and we, yeah yeah so we, we will take them in we have a chat with them and one of well the first question we ask them is is where do you go for a drink what's your favourite pub um, and and it's it tells you a lot the, about them the ultimate answer think. for you is like oh I don't go out I just homebrew and you're like <laughs> get in here to fuck can we stick it on a tap <laughs> I brought my own hops actually I brought a little uh, was it in the black books where he goes I brought a little bottle of wine for the first day of it goes well that's like I brought a six case of homebrew I'm making it in my mouth <laughs> so I set it down but then there's that whole mandate that the soul flower has it's very inclusive oh absolutely for, and it's like you, you also gotta find the right people to be of of that ilk Mm-hmm. To be, you know, like I love, I love the fact that I can sit in this 
in the beer garden in a St. Pauli top and nobody says anything to me because I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I fuck it do? The only thing that put me off here is that everybody was too nice to me. I got suspicious of it. Because <laughs> 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 like, I drank in here quite a bit over I'd the start years. start swearing at you more than I just tell you, you fucking dick. I'd be like, oh, it reminds me of home. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I used to drink in here all the time. I think it's because it was a weird one for me because I used to, like, when I did the open mic nights in here, it that was my night out, mm. which is like the worst night out to do because it was on a Monday, so you had the whole week to have a hangover. <laughs> you know, it's not like everybody goes out on Friday and they're laying on bed Saturday, cup of tea, you know. It was like I literally had to do the school running all the next day. Mm. But oh. uh, I, I fucking I just I came out of here with no money, <laughs> they made more money off me than than I made off that's, you. That's, our, that's our trick. Yeah. That's, that's it. Right? That's why we got the John Hewitt gig because Davy knew the money was going back in the till. Uh, <laughs> He was well, like, uh, charge me whatever you hear, lads, charge me what you want. And <laughs> we, we used to get our, our wages just in cash in a wee packet, like every Tuesday. Uh, and and we always used to call it Reinvestment Tuesdays, because we always <laughs> had, used to have to come back down to the pub to get our wages. Uh, and then we'd all just sit here drinking all night long and, and just, yeah, putting the money thing. back into the pub. You know what That's stuff like your dad's and your grandma's would have done. Because yeah. no, it was all like, there was, no, there was no backs then. It was yeah. all fucking, it was all brown envelopes and all. So they'd be like, uh, I have to go down to the yard. And then all the lads are like, we've all got it. We're all rich for five minutes. Let's go to the bar. Well, that's what used to happen was like, see around like, like any kind of towns with docks and stuff in it. The bar that was closest to the docks always would say it would cash your check for you. Uh-huh. And that's what would happen. So like, they get, get all, it back all the, straight away. All the, all the welders would all be coming in. And just giving in their checks and getting their money and then putting it back in the till. So that's then the guy like, in the uh, bar on a Monday just went, there you go. Because that's kind of like, it's one of, like one of those, like a betting house almost, no? like uh, you're going to lose money because you're going to, yeah, you're going to make the money off mm. the off the other people that are putting it back anyway. Yeah. So. But I, good times. Good times indeed. Mm. Actually, that was, that was, they were the worst gigs for us was the Kaisen Hall ones. Yeah, I prefer you, going into the bank because when we get the Kaisen Hall, we're like, sure, we'll go to the bar because uh, we're going to lose Or we'll it. go get something to eat or we'll do something and fucking just spunk straight away, do we? I prefer it, but I think it's, it was good. I, I, I'm glad we switched over more to fucking getting paid in buybacks because then whenever we did, whenever everything all fell to shit and we we got our grants, our self-employment grants, mm. they were they were reflective of what we think because mm. it all went through the bank and all went through the fucking all our taxes. Yeah. Doing the, Even though our tax bill, you were like, oh, for fuck's sake, I have to pay this, but then it, but then it paid off in the long yeah. run because like if we had a fucking chipped our taxes yeah. and went, oh, we will owe you five p. Do I mean then we got fuck all? Well, so many musicians like that. So that's saying social safety nets. You can tell he's marrying an accountant. <laughs> I know. Uh, All the buzzwords. She's Panamanian. <laughs> so uh, I was going to say, so have you any, what have, what have you planned for the future for the bars then? I've seen, say, the American guy that's, I didn't even know <coughs> it had a had that area. It didn't, it didn't. Um, they just were able to come to an agreement with the, the guy who owned it. Um, and they were, so they got that before the pandemic and they were, the they'd they, they done it up and in the process of getting it up, I think it was the last day of the, or the, the yeah, the last day before the second lockdown began, they were able to get people in and drinking in it, but they, they had it on the go. But between the, the beer garden and the American bar building, it was an old uh, sort of cafe, oh. um, but it wasn't yes. being used. So they were, the guy who owned it, actually has a cafe around the corner now, Benny's. So they came to the agreement where they could knock that through and just go straight into the beer garden now. So, and, but there's still a wee shop area in there now. So there's a, um, a baker called, uh, his name's Justin, but the baker's called The Grateful Bread. 
which is a great oh, yes, for uh, yeah. Um So he's going to be baking bread in there. Um, so there'll be lovely, sort of freshly made bread smell. Um, Something has happened there. Mm-hmm. The camera, what did it say? It stopped recording as oh. well. Did it? Well, but the audio is still recording here. So. The audio is still recording here, so I don't know what's happened there because the camera should have been full. Oh. Okay. Um, so yeah, lovely, lovely smell of fresh bread. Card food. Gonna that's right, we'll keep going. We'll, we'll, we'll just do, we'll just say to people. Because it should have been emptied anyway. And you know what the worst thing is? It was like 43 minutes. Uh, we were nearly finished. We were nearly finished anyway. So we'll just, we'll just What should it. we put in here then? Because you should put like a still. Uh, whenever it stops recording, it should be like a still. That's actually it's probably a good idea. Just put it on. Just say, listen, this is this is the crack. Uh, <laughs> this is so I. We could actually be naked right now, and you will never know. I know. Here, put that away. We just saw. Just know what you should do. Actually, put it in like a zip sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> just shave that first, would you? Next time, fuck's sake. I don't know. It's like this wasn't meant to be, but isn't it? I know. <laughs> sabotage, not the. Thank you, Vinci. Sabotage yesterday. This is mental. It's talking the <laughs> Prince of Paints. His powers strike again. Stop looking at the camera. We're not on it. Anymore. I know. I can't help it. Stop. I can't help it. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so what? Anything else for the sunflower? Um, in the next three minutes. It's just, just a matter of getting up and running again. Um, or we'll probably get our just carry on with our, our t-shirt designs. I'm sorry because we don't have double big lad sizes, Bob. That's right. Yeah. Big lad sizes. two of you. Do you want them? Um, is it worth it? How fuck you, dare you? <laughs> just, just get two larges and split them. Just you know, yeah, and then just join yeah. them together. No, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. Um, I'll support you. I'll, I'll put money in the till. Okay, that's that's good. Yeah, that's what happened yeah. yesterday. Yesterday, whenever he was running out of tables, he's like, "Oh, Jerry, away from Jawbox, need some of this sip." And I went, "Do you want me to leave?" He went, "Fucking no, you stay." <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the t-shirts um, and I don't know, maybe more beer collabs down the line and. Mm. No, just just get live music up and running again. I think that's something because live music hasn't had a, a, a break from anything. the lockdowns in the last no. year. So it's I think people are itching to get back and playing and 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 just just. It's, it's going to be one or two things. Either you're going to have find it really hard to find people to play, or it's going to be the opposite. You're going to find it's going to be too hard. It's going to be hard in the yeah. opposite way where yeah. too many people. Are going well, to we're play. we're lucky. We've been speaking to a lot of the people who who've played it here in our sessions. Downstairs, anyway, and they're all happy and willing and and raring to go to come back. Sweet. So um, again, it's just a matter of what this room up here. This room up here, by the way, is free to use. Um, we do take a fifty pound deposit, but you get it back when the gig yeah. takes place. Um, it's so about sixty, isn't it? 60, 60, sixty capacity, but again, free to use. Good for musicians starting out, um, or EP if anyone launches. Wants, yeah, EP launches anything. And again, we do music, but we can do anything else. We can do. We've done. Stage shows up there, plays. Um, we've done Irish dancing up here. We've done absolutely anything you can think of. We don't restrict ourselves. Uh, maybe not orgies yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the day is young. Yeah. Uh, comedy club. Comedy, comedy clubs. Yeah, comedy club run really by well. Darren. Darren does very very well. Um, he's in actually next he? week. He's yeah. in a wee bit next Monday. We've got Darren on. in. Yeah. Um, so that better be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Better. Just tell a joke. Just tell <laughs> go. Say uh, your man uh, Trevor Noah when he was fucking. No, he's good. He, he says he's going to a show from. He's come from South Africa to a thing, and he says, uh, you know, the, the customs guy pulls him in, and he's like, uh, so what are you here for? And he's like, oh, comedian. I'm, 
you know, I'm here to do a show and then I'm going. And he's like, well, oh, you're funny, are you then? So he tells a joke and he goes, well, I can't, they're all in my luggage. <laughs> and he's like, because that's supposed to be funny. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> See, that is funny. That is funny. Yeah, I think that's really funny. But yeah, so I think we'll we'll try and wrap that up now. So forty seven minutes. So we're not doing too bad. That was so that's a good day's work. thing is this is this goes out as the first episode. It's <laughs> 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 completely fucking bandaged. All technical difficulties will be sorted out for the Yeah, the, hopefully the fingers crossed. People. That's weird though that that said it was full. That's because it's had a few paints. Yo. There you are. Right. Well here, thank you very much. Say welcome back to season two. Great start. Start, really, as you mean, yeah. start as you mean to go on, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thank you very much to Bob. Thank Thanks you for Bob. having me. And Good to be here. A lot of fun. I can't believe I have to still look at you anyway, Mick. So, right, I'll see you later. Bye bye. Stop looking at the camera. All new episodes of the String Ninjas podcast every Monday on all major streaming platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Or subscribe to us, get early access to both the audio and the video versions of the podcast at patreon.com forward slash string ninjas. Spring Ninjas Podcast.